Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. And of course, we forgot to tell them. We totally forgot. Right? So uh, usually we do the business bros. Do you want to join us? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. all right. You ready? All right, Let's start over. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah. Then I get the juices going. Man. There we go. That gets Can we you do going. that at the end too? Yeah, yeah that would have right, done a few you. times. You know what, dude? We've had all kinds of stuff. You, if you want to just like prr, in the middle of the show, you can. Oh, prr, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you can like, do. Like, like you're doing like a reggae album. Right? Big up. Right? We had another one. Business Bros. Right, we've had all kinds of different stuff that That's people do. Funny. So if you, oh, yeah. if you okay. find a thing that works for you, by all means, go for it. Yeah, I'm goofy, girls. man. I'm sure all I'm right, sure ladies and gentlemen, stuff. let's start with the promos first. As always, 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. That's what we're looking for. So if you got donations of, uh, you know, uh, slightly used shoes, I forgot the word that I always say. Uh, Gently used pair of shoes. Yeah. There you go. Gently used pair of shoes um, or new shoes that you want to donate. Let me know or let James know. 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. He'll hop on his Harley, go over there and pick up oh, those bro, bad boys. Uh, second, oh, yeah. second mm. uh, we do insurance. So I'm trying to help James, right? <laughs> so if you, guys, <laughs> if you guys need help with your insurance policies, homeowners, business, commercial, whatever, uh, hit James, James up also. He'll help you out with all that stuff. Uh, the other thing, this is kind of a fun plug. Mm-hmm. Um, my students would like to reach out to the one and only Gary V because I made a deal with them that I won't give them the final for our financial algebra class. I'll make the last test, uh, the last chapter test their final. If Gary V would uh, shout out the podcast yeah. on, uh, just give us a shout out I'm on Instagram or Twitter. Out, just right? about school, I was man. like, holy moly! I was not school, so I, so I wish them stuff. luck. They've already uh, started their campaign. They got the whole weekend to do so. So we'll see. So good luck, East Lake High uh, financial algebra students. We'll see what happens. Uh, good luck to you guys. And if not, you better be preparing. You got your study guides. So <laughs> So that's the uh, that's my uh, first my my plug for them. So there we go. We we put it on the podcast. So if anybody's listening on the live, shout out Gary V. Maybe he'll hook them up and help them uh, avoid their final. Otherwise, study, 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 and get ready because we got one more week of school, and then you guys are about to graduate and enter the real world. No. You ready for that one? Here we go. All right, James. You want time. you want to do the intro? Intro. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for joining us. Appreciate you. Those of you that are listening on the podcast, please remember to subscribe, leave a review. I just got told yesterday uh, as I was wearing my Business Bros shirt at karaoke, uh, and people were noticing, and people were actually uh, 
finding us on itunes and uh-huh. subscribing so yesterday i found out that we have 51 five-star reviews nice how can i get it nice. i like the shirt how can i get one you can find one on our social media page yeah just I go to at business bros pod you, you already like this on social media uh, <clears throat> on on facebook and there's a little link there click on it you can get cell phone cases can I ask bags, you, you guys designed the logo did you guys do that sort of we we took Paper. a picture yeah we took a picture and we sent oh, it to fiverr and we we're like hey yeah. we want to you know we want this kind of look yeah. and then they gave us a couple samples we put the samples on facebook we let facebook That's judge dope, man looks clean instagram judge and, yeah. and then we you know this is what we came up with there well thank go. you so much I and appreciate the people. Uh, for those of you who have not already uh heard this third voice we have another Uh-oh. awesome guest all we do is bring value 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 more and more guests every day we have today with us mr adrian audello mr 805 oh, which uh. is definitely a very local san diego name if i ever heard one yeah, so 805 is my hometown, Santa Barbara. What's up? Oh, that's what it yeah. is? And it's also the freeway Shoot. right here. Everybody, you know what? I was at Starbucks right now, and the dude told me the same thing. Oh, th- I'm like, dude, what do you think? Like, I'm in love with the freeway? Why would I do that? But you, you know, know what? what I mean? That is... It, oh, yeah, it is. It's like a city. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. double thing. It's that's only thing. in San Diego. I never thought about that. Thank so, you. You know, that's how it works. So, the 805, to be more specific, so it's Santa Barbara, right? <laughs> then you got Ventura, Thousand Oaks, shout out Oxnard, a bunch of badass boxers from Oxnard mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. won titles uh Santa Maria no wait that's further out so it's that whole little area right there is 805 which is cool it's a big area and there's a beer company called 805 that's big now they're national yep. uh fire firestone makes it firestone makes it see he's from Santa Barbara so too, Mr. 805 has a bunch of callings oh yeah you bro. can you can really label it where you want to but I guess you're going. It came from your roots. It came from Santa. Yes, yeah, Santa Barbara is a is a really nice town to grow up. You know, people very open, very sharing. There's a lot of successful people. You know, a lot of rich people. So it's an inspiring place to grow up. You know, like if you grow up there, you can you really can't think you can do anything because just looking around, it kind of seems like that. You know what I mean? Like so. they've already made it. Why can't I? Bro, Santa Barbara is like a postcard for reals. Like <laughs> when I when I told my buddies I was like 25 that I was leaving to San Diego, and my, I remember my best friend Adrian Flores, shout out homie, he was like, "Why are you leaving, bro?" I'm like, "What? Well, don't you ever want to get out of here? Don't you?" He's like, "Nah, man, I just want to die here, bro. That's it. I want." All my friends are like that. Like all I want to do is live my life here and die, you know, because that's how a uh, special place is. I'm going to get emotional about it. but yeah. <laughs> It's like, I, I look right. at Santa Barbara, to be honest, like 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 a female. Uh, like, I'm in love with my city, man. Like, it, it holds a special place in my heart, man. So what oh, brought well. you, then, What in that case, what brought you to San Diego? <laughs> so real estate. So growing up in Santa Barbara, my, my family rented a house for a long time. It was, it was a decent house, you know, in a good area. And my dad was, uh, the guy was trying to sell it for a couple of years. The guy who sold us his house, so this is a good story. His name's Carpeles. A Jewish gentleman. He has like a Jewish memorial museum. So he's a baller. He had like the Anne Frank diary there. He's had like uh, <clears throat> not the Constitution, but a couple of the important ones. Important papers but and such. So this guy, <laughs> what, what he does, trip out on this. So he has a couple hundred houses in Santa Barbara, right? Maybe four or five hundred houses. To pay him rent, you got to go cash to his pad because he's too cheap to pay a property manager, right? He doesn't want to pay. That's probably saving hundreds Four of thousands. Four or five hundred properties that people do that? And you go to his pad, and he's in a robe, like that Playboy dude, you know, like yeah, the like Hugh silk Hefner? robe? Yeah, every time. Right, I, I used to go with my dad since I was a little kid, and he would always be in that robe. And here's a funny story. Remember uh, Benifer? Like in ben? ben and Jennifer. Okay. Yeah, ben Affleck, Jennifer. Remember Lee? they were going to get married in Santa Barbara, right? Yeah. 
So it was across the street from his house where they're going to get married. I saw this fool on Entertainment Tonight in the fucking robe. <laughs> that fool got so much money, he don't care. You know what I mean? No one on earth is going to do anything for him. He does not care. He doesn't have to take a shower. He doesn't have to do anything. That fool does not tonight. care. And he's hella cheap. Because uh, my, my dad told me that his kids... They used to sell the swamp meat to like pay for college, you know, like which is good. You yeah, know? that's how you teach them the value. That's how you teach the work, them, you know. That's the, it, so. the work ethic. Yeah. Okay, that's all I got right. <laughs> On that topic. On that topic. All right. So you got into real estate, right? So yes. What? What? How did you come to end up coming to San Diego? <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> my father never bought that house, and for me, I always kind of regretted it. Right? It went up like to a million dollars. Right? And uh, they had offered it to my dad for two hundred thousand. So, and in payments, dude, and went up to a million. So that's when real estate popped into my, in my brain, right? And I, I realized how much it dictates our life, right? For example, my friends that their parents own houses, they live very differently from us. You know, they're very well off. They took vacations. They did things that we didn't do. And it was specific to housing, right? Most of our money went to housing. But their family, no, they had maybe already paid off their house. It's generational wealth, right? Yes, it's real. Yes. It's real money. You know what I mean? It's real value because you always need a house to live in. I would rather leave a house to anyone than to leave cash because you're always going to need a house. You know, I mean, you're always going to need cash too. But. No, no, that's that's 100%. Dude, we've been working on a project that we've been talking about. Uh, we talked about it a little bit yesterday's podcast. Yes. But it's about helping the Hispanic community understand yeah, that the idea of generational wealth. Oh. Not, I mean, and it starts with home ownership. Yeah. And from there, it, it goes beyond. Like, imagine, you know, you're, you we were talking a little bit yeah. before the show, right, about different situations in our families, you know, the yeah. things that Mexicans do, right? We do all oh, kinds yeah. of crazy <laughs> stuff. But one thing we don't get taught, one thing we don't <coughs> do... It's financial. Yeah. It's finances. We don't learn that. No. We don't. It's not passed down to us because our parents didn't know. Not only that, what is passed down to us is bad financial uh, advice. So I'll give you an example. How many guys you know that work construction or electricians that have a good job? Mm-hmm. They have a truck that's like two thousand dollars a month. I had a, a young guy that I sold him a condo in Alcohol, right? His brother had a truck. The same amount as the condo I sold his brother, about $1,800 a month, right? Wow. So I notice people, and I'm going to speak about people of color, right? So what we try to do, because we don't have that generational wealth, we try to present wealth, right? Yes. What do we do? Cars, rims, mm. flashy clothes, jewelry, right? We want to, you know, we want to be like that for our self-esteem, but because... We don't have that confidence. We try to buy things to give the appearance of wealth because we don't have real wealth, you know? Right. And we need to switch that around because that's, that's and, whack. And it, but it starts with education. Yeah. You know what I mean? It starts with, it's getting that framework, that little bit of idea around your head between understanding what an asset is, yeah. understanding how cash works, yeah. how the how the rules of the, of the game exist, yeah. and how to use the rules to your advantage. Yeah, for right? sure. And that's that's one of those things we don't, we don't. <clears throat> so, how, okay, so... The idea of real estate pops in your head. You're okay. like, damn, dad, you should have taken advantage of it. Yeah. What so that was a lesson for me. So during that time, I uh, I worked as a banquet waiter. So I got out of high school when I was six. I'm such a weirdo. I got out of high school <laughs> when I was 16 years old. I moved to Utah and I started working full time. I had a buddy over there. He's like, oh, we're going to have an apartment, dude. We're going to make $6.50 an hour. I was like, yeah, we're going to be rich, you know. <laughs> and we had like our little girlfriends and everything. So I was there for a year and then I came back and I kept working. A thing, if you guys want to make money, banquet waiters, no lie, guys, they make about seventy dollars to $110,000 a year, right? So I was making about that money when I was a kid, right? When I came to San Diego, I was still making that money. Uh, 
that's what got me out. I need to buy a place. You know? I need to do something with all this before I blow it. So I got a real estate license. I was working at La Costa Resort. You guys know where that's at? No. no. Uh, it's in Carlsbad. Okay. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a big Actually, buddy big of mine came to visit from Wisconsin. He think he stayed there. Oh, yeah. That place really is nice. Yeah. So I was a banquet captain there. And that's I. That's when I got my license. when I made a lot of money. And I, ro- I bought a little place in Rancho Penasquitos, right? And they had just built Peco Park. So about a year after I bought it, I kept looking at all the condos. You know, I bought one in a building called Metro. So, but I had to have the top floor, right? Because that's, course, how, yeah. that's how smart have I was. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. I was a genius. Pay the you know? premium, yeah. Geniuses course. don't live on the first floor. They got to live on top. <laughs> so, so uh, sure enough, you know, a couple of years later, I lost it all because I was underwater and then the uh, market crashed, right? The thing I remember about that time, guys, that's so sad. I remember, one, I remember working for a year and not making a dime, right? I remember having lunch with friends and business owners that had lost everything. And no lie, sometimes I would have lunch with people and I would think, man, I would wonder if they're going to, like, take themselves out, man. Like, that's how bad. suicidal. Yeah, suicidal. Yeah. Because a lot of these guys, when they lost their business, they lost their family, too. They lost their their wives. It's a very common thing when you go through financial problems. I've never been married, but... 50% 50% of it ends up in divorce if you have financial... Your financial situation changes from what's normal. It's the number one thing couples yeah. would argue about. Yeah, so... That's crazy. So, so yeah, I got in real estate. I was an agent for a long time. Uh, I bought that place in downtown. And then when I lost it all... So, I got foreclosed, right? Uh, I always tell this story about... I just had my clothes. And I had this beautiful girl that I was dating at the time. And I put all my stuff in her car. And to show you how out of it I was, dude, two weeks later, she called me. She's like, hey, you got all the stuff in my car. I totally forgot. I had like three pants and like a couple. I totally forgot. I put all my possessions in her car. So what I ended up doing is my buddy, he lived in uh, El Cajon. No, not El Cajon, but the college area, kind of funky area on Mohawk. <laughs> and he let me stay on his couch, bro, for two months. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have been homeless. You know, I would have gone with family or friends or something. But... Look where I where I went, man. I was sleeping on this couch, dude, with two other guys. I, I think they didn't like me because they're like, who's this dude? You know, he's not even paying rent. I didn't have money. And then I ended up moving with a girlfriend, and that kind of picked me up. And then uh, in about, what was it, about seven years ago. So this is important, guys. So I started working for a company called Kazork.com. They do real estate auctions, right? So I started making a little bit of money again. And I came to a crossroads, right? I had so much pain from the real estate and losing the houses and the stress. I didn't want to do it again. But then I thought to myself, okay, man, if I don't do this, it's because I'm a coward. You know, there's no way around it. I'm not doing it because I'm scared. I'm being a, you know, pee or whatever. Uh, So if I'm going to go that route, I should be happy with having a mediocre life. You know, I'm going to have to accept that. Or if I don't want a mediocre life, you know, get in the water and swim, man. You know, like people want to, that's the thing about business people want to swim but nobody wants to get wet you know what i mean <laughs> That's true. right absolutely so i did it and uh I, again i was on the couch so <laughs> this is what i did so the company went bankrupt that company <laughs> and then so i ended up opening a little office in chula vista on third avenue and i said okay i gotta be conservative to pay this rent let me sleep on the couch my parents were sleeping in the room you know paying rent and one of my agents lived next door and I was able to, in two years, you know, to save a lot of money like that, you know, pay a lot of the house down. I bought a car, cash, and I was able to survive. And then for five years, I did it, and it started slowing down. And that's what scared me, and that's when I went to Geico. Because I didn't want to go through the, the same thing again. Yeah, yeah, I'd already wanted, been You down were looking route. for some sort of stability at that point. Yeah, so fast forward, Geico three years, 
they're not like it. You know, Geico is an incredible insurance company, but they're incredible insurance companies because their employees suffer tremendously. Uh, and that's true. You know, I don't mind saying that here. Uh, they work people to death. You know, uh, I would say about half of the people there are on anxiety and depression medication, you know, for stress, for the amount of pressure they put on them. Yeah, it's disgusting. But it's a good company. As far as service <laughs> and paying claims, yeah. But, uh, okay, so what were we talking about? So I got the... You were talking about... Oh, the channel. Okay, so I retired, guys, right? And I was kind of dumb about it. I have kind of a risky mentality with... No. Yeah. <laughs> so I quit. One day, uh, I went to work, and I was like, you know what, dude? I can't do this no more. So I went to my supervisor. I'm like, dude, I quit. You know, I can't do this. And so I was sitting around, and I said, I'm going to buy a Tesla Model 3, right? And I'm going to do a channel. And I was telling you about this, I think, mm -hmm. on uh, Messenger. Two weeks ago, I said, I'm going to set it up, you know, like do all the background and put the pictures on the channel and all that. And then I bought a little iPad Pro because I had nothing to do all day and started making some videos. And it took off, dude. The most successful one I'm going to tell you right now, it's IBS. So I have inflammatory bowel syndrome. It's a little present my dad gave me. He has it too. And I got <laughs> over it. I got, I got over it. I got over it, bro. 25 years. I mean, I, oh, dude, it's a horrible thing. You have pain. Like, it doesn't kill you, but it, it sucks, right? I got over it. I was very lucky that I saw a doctor at UCSD. He's one of the best in the country. You know, it's San Diego. We got yeah, good yeah, doctors. Yeah, we got good, good medical and school. And I went in there to see him. He's like, hey, you know what? I'm working like on a lot of clinical research right now. A lot of this stuff is not coming out, but I'm going to tell you. IBS, there's no medicine that's going to fix it. It's just food. And he gave me this uh, app that I had to follow what to eat, what not to eat. He also told me 50% of it is stress uh, and anxiety, which is why people have such a hard time with it. When do you ever not have stress or anxiety in your life? Never. Anyway. That's why people never get over it. And this is the crazy thing he told me. He's like, do that, bro, and never come see me again. And I was like, when has that doctor ever told you never come see me again? He's like, you don't need me, man. You don't need me. You don't need medicine. Just do this. And I followed it, and it worked. So I did a video, and that one got 65,000 views, the IBS one. And then I did another one on solar panels with Tesla, and that one got 40,000 views. And then all the other ones, the ones I really like, like anxiety, you know, how I do my business, 23 views, you know, 18 <laughs> views, 108 views, you know, the ones that I'm really proud of. Yeah. Nobody watches. Nobody them, cares. Man. But the ones that are instructional, the ones that bring value, the ones that help. Exactly. So that's like, if anybody's interested in doing a YouTube channel, I would say this. Just produce, man. Just produce, produce, produce. You know, don't worry about... I'll give you an example. My videos suck. When I first came out, I was like, this, dude. I had a video where my fingers were over the camera for like <laughs> half, right? But I learned. And then I started following this uh, African-American gentleman on uh, YouTube. He's like, millions of subscribers, lots of hit. And he kind of broke it down. He's like, okay, so what you got to do... Uh, you always got to comment, right? And you got to treat it like a business. This is why you guys will be successful at it. If you don't have that business background, you're not going to put in those eight hours because nobody's mm. supervising you, right? Right. But when you have a business mentality, dude, the first week, no lie, I was doing 18-hour weeks for uh, about 10 days. I, I was going crazy. I was like manic, bro. Just Yeah. And, uh, but you were communicating. Yeah. So that's the guy that says a lot of these younger guys that are doing the YouTube channel, they don't have that discipline, right? They're not like, you know, forcing themselves to work. The other thing is uh, spending money. A lot of these guys don't like spending money or advertising the channel. They're like anti-promotion, you know, yeah. which is they, they want it to be 100% organic. Yeah. They want it to be, oh, we're rebelling against the system or whatever, but... If you treat it like a business, you know, if you uh, treat your subscribers like customers, 
it's it's gonna blow up and then the other thing i was telling you and your brother was this is a million dollar secret guys so everybody write this down if you want to retire from youtube so this is a secret from youtube i was telling you and your brother people are on youtube guys they're looking for love they're looking for a connection they're looking for a friend they're looking for somebody that cares about them right um and again this is specific to my field right if you're doing videos on ford Maybe people are not looking for love and a connection, you know what I mean, <laughs> to how to change a tire. This is specific to health and wellness and finances. These are very emotional things. Finances are very, 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 very emotional. So uh, what I do is I tell the truth. I'm very passionate. I really, really, really care. Like, I really want these, uh, my customers to take the information. I want to provide the best information, and I want it to help them. And I want to hear about it because it makes my day. The other thing I do is... I don't give opinions, you know, everything I do that I put on there is scientifically, you know, backed or there's clinical research on it. Anything where I do give my opinion is because I've lived through it myself and I, I studied it or there's like a, usually a mentor that taught me. You know, most of the stuff I learned from other people, of course. Of course. You know, like yeah. I, We're sponges. It's not like, yeah. like Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Guys, if you ever want to read one book on finance, they should teach that in school. That's real. funny. They really you should teach that in school. Kids are doing the last two weeks of school. Robert Kiyosaki? They're playing cash flow, cash oh, flow 101. That's awesome. It's such a tragedy that, you know, kids uh, come out of school and they don't have any financial education. Do you know why that is? This is my opinion on it, but schools are, are meant to train employees, right? It goes back to the Industrial Revolution where people worked in factories. So when you're in school, what's a big deal? Showing up late, right? Mm -hmm. or, or not showing up at all. That's work. That's all the management, the supervisors dictating the schools what they want. They want people to punctual, listen, don't talk, follow instructions, right? You create a great employee, but you create a miserable human being who can't survive on his own or, or, or hustle, you know, who won't have a business mentality. So that's the problem with the school system. I hear, dude. I hope somebody else can fix agree. it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it, it's, it's got to be identified. Right? Yeah. So once you figure out that there is a problem or what yeah. we're doing is creating one type of personality type yeah. you individual teachers can mold their instruction in the classroom exactly. to take away from that yeah. to gear it towards other things right to gear it towards whatever's going on in today's society you can still get the concept and the and the context that needs to be taught mm -hmm. but it doesn't always have to be taught the traditional way yeah it's my thought anyways yeah, right yeah, it's no, like it's it's like the last chapter in, in my class the last chapter of my class is on income statements and and uh and budgeting well i could have done the book and done the the problems so you're a teacher right yeah i teach in the Man, you're a young band teacher dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do your students like think you're like one of the other students and like you went up there and you're acting sometimes like you're yeah. like, <laughs> sometimes it happens they, they're gonna call the security on you they're like call security who's this guy and then they wear a hat so he even throws it off even more uh, the there's head. a movie like that where some little kid goes i forgot what it is I'll, i might remember <laughs> he acts like a teacher for like the school year or something so tell me about tell me a little bit more about catch me if you can is it catch is me? It? Yeah. yeah oh yeah yes. Leonardo yes. DiCaprio I love that movie well, that guy does look like a little kid even he right does. now like yeah. he's, he looks like he's, he's like 16 50? years old he's, he's I don't know he's 50 but oh, in his 40s, mid -40s I, got a, I got a cool Leonardo DiCaprio story go does anyone want to hear it okay yeah, I so I got two one when I was in real estate class my teacher sold a house to his parents so she was doing an open house in Hollywood Hills these two people, not very wealthy, came in. You know, she's used to working with very wealthy people. And they like the house. And they're like, oh, we're going to go talk to our son. And we'll be back and see what he thinks. His, their son was Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. So he came back and he bought the house for them. 
another one, when I used to work at the Four Seasons, Biltmore, Santa Barbara, he went to a wedding there. He's with his girlfriend. And then everybody just hammered. That's it. That's not- <laughs> that was the extent of the story. Uh, so- I oh, I almost him. knocked over Kirk Douglas. I almost knocked him down. Like, what, what do you mean? I was like- a waiter. So I was oh. a waiter, right? And I was putting food and he was behind me. There was a charity event. Kirk Douglas, Michael Douglas was there. And he was behind me. And to show you how much I almost ran him over, I had to grab him by the shoulders. So I didn't knock him down. I would have knocked him down. And this, he's like 100 years old. And he had just had a stroke. So, like, his voice was very difficult to understand him. He told a story about Michael Douglas, like, going to UCSB, right? And he never knew Michael Douglas wanted to be an actor. And so he invited him to go see him. And he's like, I was so embarrassed, man. I thought he was, like, the worst. He sucked. And he's like, (laughs) everyone's cracking up, right? And he's, like, getting mad. You could tell. He was getting upset. Like, he didn't like it. I guess he doesn't get along that well with his father. And then he's like, and then he saw him in something else. He said, oh, Wall Street. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he didn't even tell me he was doing it. He was so mad at me. And then I went to go see Wall Street, and I told him, "Hey, man, you're pretty good at this. Maybe you should keep doing it." So, <laughs> interesting story. But that was funny, dude. As yeah. a waiter, you get to hear some of those behind. Yeah, doors you're things. like a little fly on the wall. You know what I mean? So, so you've been you've been all over, like as far as like work is concerned. Yeah. What yeah. What are some things that you've learned from different industries that helped you in whatever whatever industry? Like, what did you learn in in being a waiter that helped you in real estate? What did you learn in real estate that helped you for that's YouTube? What, you know, what, yeah, that's what, a really good question. So it's the same traits, to be honest. So one determination, right? For me. If I have a goal, and this is real talk, like if I have a goal and, and I really believe in it, you will have to kill me for me not to accomplish it. Literally, you will have to kill me because I'm going to do it. You know, whatever comes up, I'm going to knock it down. I don't care what it is. I don't care if I have to stay awake for a week or whatever. If it's important and I, and I see the value in it, I'm going to do whatever it takes. So if you have that attitude and then who do you think gets ahead most in business? It's not the smartest people, guys. It's the most stubborn people stubborn people get ahead in everything because they're so damn stubborn right uh in business and everything it's always a stubborn i'll give you an example one of my good friends tony orozco uh he's a junior high teacher and he became a junior high teacher because math was his worst subject right he was in like uh, special education his whole life and he's an awesome teacher right that's kind of extreme like homeboy went like you know like really went for it but if so one set a goal Two, be determined. And three, be disciplined. You know, that's it, man. And you'll be successful. Oh, and then whatever that money you make, of course, be cheap. I'm hella cheap, guys. I, I don't know if you saw me roll up in my 2005 Kia. I'll beat up with, like, dirty clothes in there. Oh, and the bottom part ripped out. Like, there's this little TJ <laughs> fake plastic thing. And it's on, on K Street if anybody wants it. <laughs> you go pick yeah, it up. Yeah, go pick it up, homies. At 20 bucks, there's like two empty 40s right next to it. Uh, what was I saying? There's another thing. I'm sorry, guys. Frugal, my my memory frugal. sucks. Okay, so frugal. All right. So this is the secret, guys, to being a landlord. Okay. So make money. It doesn't matter what you make. And I'm going to give you guys an extreme example. My godfather, very inspiring guy to me. Uh, he's a gardener. Not a landscaper, gardener, Mexican homie, one lawnmower, one trimmer. He owns 15 houses, one five guys, Santa Barbara. All right. So medium price of a house, Santa Barbara is about a million one hundred. Right. And he's got 15 of them. Uh, He went to college in Mexico. You know, he was a chemical engineer. And in Mexico, he couldn't get a job. He made more money cutting grass over here than Mexico. So he's a very intelligent guy. I don't want you guys to think like he's just like a regular guy. He's a 
smart a smart dude, right? He just couldn't make it in Mexico. So he rents all his houses out. They're like four or five thousand dollars a month. And that was one of my inspirations, you know. He's a very inspiring guy. He just he just did it. Nobody taught him how to do it. He just did it. I only have two houses, so I'm not as cool as him um, because I'm not a hard worker like him is. You know, he's more determined. And here's another thing I don't talk about as much. I had a lot of addictions, guys. So for about 10 years of my life, I was an alcoholic and a drug addict. And I'm eight years sober now. But Congratulations. Yeah, to show you. You know, that you can be an alcoholic and still succeed. No, <laughs> no, like I, that's how determined I was. I was a drug addict and alcoholic and I was still buying houses, guys. And I was still managing property. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was a mess, guys. Sometimes I would show up to places and I was making excuses for missing meetings. You know, when you're a drunk and yeah. a drug addict, it's hard work. You know, you got to manage your, your schedule, bro. You got to pretend a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not easy. You got to be really dedicated to being a drug addict. Um, <laughs> so eight years ago, that stopped. But if I look at that, me and my godfather would probably be very similar. I'd probably have 15 houses, you know, because I would have had a lot of cash. I wouldn't have spent a, I was I would blow through a lot of money. So now thinking about it, it's bad, but, you know, live and learn, man. Live and right, learn. right. Yeah. Dude, so what's up? What's up? Uh, what's up your sleeves now? What's the plan going forward? Okay, so Monday I ordered the Power Wall. That's my next video because everybody hates Tesla in the Midwest. And every here's a contrast, right? Everybody in the Midwest hates it. Very negative comments. Thumbs down. California, New York, all the Democratic states. Thumbs up. It's my most liked video, the um, solar panel. So the Power Wall they're gonna start next month. So I'll do a video on that, and then the. My model three as soon as my house closes which hopefully 30 or 60 days then i'm gonna do the model three they're gonna give me like a thousand free hours of electricity tesla so i'm gonna use that to do a tour you guys are welcome to come man you don't have to go the whole way or else i'm <laughs> gonna go to new york and back i found this little map online that says like hit the most um like touristy, tourist spots no yeah. touristy spots with like the less amount of miles right like mm -hmm. the coolest little easy tour of the US. So that's what I'm gonna do. And I got I got a homie who's got an organic soap business in Oregon. So I'm gonna go cross promote with him. I'm trying to get him to do the channel, man. So you guys might like uh, sympathize with this. You know, you have friends, right? That see what you're doing, right? And I love my friends, man. My friends are like my brothers. I, I know them since I was like nine years old. But sometimes when you're very determined and they see what you're doing, they want to do the same thing, but they want it easy. I don't know if that happens, you guys. So sometimes, for, sometimes, for example, yeah. I want it easy. For example, my friend, you know, that's starting out. He's starting out. So I got a lot of experience on him, obviously. But he focuses. And there's a lot of guys that want to start out on business. They focus too much on negativity. They focus too much on obstacles. Guys, don't focus on obstacles because it's your job to get over it. You're going to have obstacles, right? You're going to have problems. You're going to have stress. If you focus on it, bro, you're, you're like the, you're your backup. You know what I mean? If you're doing that, you're getting distracted. Who's going to do the work? You know what I mean? So you, you got to stay positive. Um, if you want to do something and everyone's telling you, oh, well, you know what? I heard this. I heard that. You know, blah, blah. Don't listen to negativity. Don't listen to naysayers. Because the reason they're not doing it is because of that negativity. So if you hear it, it to be honest, if you hear a lot of negativity of an idea, it's probably a good idea, to be honest. It's you know what I mean? attention. Because most people are scared to do it. That's the thing. So when you hear most people, that would be like the average reaction. The average person is scared to do it. And my saying is fortune favors the bold, right? 
if you go for a man, you're probably gonna be successful. You know, that's a Roman saying. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to steal that from the. Scene, I don't want to steal that from the Roman civilization. Sorry, <laughs> any Romans on here? Shout out <laughs> Sparta. What's up, Dal? <laughs> Caesar. No, oh, you know what's crazy? Caesar. I'm really into the Roman. Em- I read a lot about the Roman Empire. Caesar, that guy, like this man, that guy makes great pizza. Oh, that dude. He. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Now he's now he's got a pizza place too. Yeah. It worked out. That's awesome. It out. His family must be balling. He's it's like, they're like it worked out. eating pizza in Italy on their boat and shit. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so right now the channel is, is what I'm working on. Um, I'm not doing any other work. Oh, a huge thing. So yesterday, right? I was feeling very grateful, very inspired. And I said, well, I got to give back. I got to do something. You know what I mean? I can't just be greedy. And like, I noticed everything on Facebook was about me. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're probably familiar with this, right? Cause that's our, that's our platform. And sometimes people get annoyed, you know, it's like, dude, I'm like, all you're doing is advertising. I'll give you an example. I have a text of 20 friends, right? And I, was, I kept texting every milestone. One of my friends is like, bro, this is annoying. Stop sending this shit, right? Here's another thing you'll realize. Not everyone's going to be happy for you if you're successful, guys. So out of maybe 10 friends, you know, nine are, you know, but there's always going to be one or two who take their personal life and try to impose that on you because they're not succeeding. They feel they should hate on you. You know what I mean? So my thing is, guys, get away from that negativity. You know, I was, I dealt with anxiety and depression a long time. So I learned a lot of tools. The number one thing that human beings suffer from is our own negativity. So for example, our default state is negativity. And why is that? Because it helps us survive, right? If I'm always worried about a lion, if I'm always worried about a rock falling on me, I'm probably going to live, be alive, right? The people that didn't worry as much, guess what? They're dead. We're the descendants of the most nervous people that ever lived. Because they ran like motherfuckers whenever a, a lion or a tiger. Yeah, the other fools, they're like, what's that? They're dead, you know? They're like, oh, what is that? Most fools are dead. We're, we're the descendants of the most nervous people that ever lived. That's why we're alive, you know? It's a blessing and a curse because it makes us miserable. Anxiety, depression is like the number one thing in the U.S. But it's also what makes life beautiful. Imagine if I wasn't anxious to go see my nephew graduate. Imagine if I wasn't anxious to go to a wedding. Anxious, you know, go, go on a date. You know, that's the other thing about anxiety that I learned is we don't fight it, guys. It's natural, right? It's part of our life. And the fighting it is actually what gives it power and makes it really because then you make it real. Anxiety is not real. It can't hurt you. can't do anything. But once you start fighting it, now your brain thinks, oh, man, wait, maybe it is real. You know what I mean? Like he's telling me it's real. You're the boss. So what you got to do is accept it. Uh, Another thing I learned is like sometimes I feel down. You know, I still have depression, bro. So sometimes like. Like when I was getting bombed on by Trump. <laughs> I No lie, guys. Well, I got, sure, sure, I, sure I got about 3,000 comments. Okay, yeah. so this is what happened. Uh, I did a solar panel video, right, guys? And I didn't bring this up. I didn't start it like they say. It wasn't me, mom. But uh, <laughs> everyone started sending me insults. You know, go back to Mexico. Or you're a drug dealer. Or how did you buy those solar panels? You're wet. You know, like races. F you. You know, you're re- whatever. And... It got to me, to be honest, man. At the end of the day, I was like, it really got to me, man. Well, you're human. Yeah, yeah and I'm going to share a, a, a little heart a heart story here. You guys can save it, maybe put it like in a clip and repeat it on a loop. So one day, I was feeling real bad, real talk, you know. I, and I was even thinking, man, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm retired. I don't need all this negativity, people talking smack to me, you know. 
more people hate me than like me. Why am I even doing this, right? This little kid, guys, no lie, that was a subscriber. He said, hey, Mr. 805, I see that everyone thinks you're stupid <laughs> and mean, but I want you to know that I think you're a very nice person and I really like your videos a lot. Thank you. Guys, that made my day for reals. Not only did it make my day, I had to log out because I didn't want to see any other shit after that because <laughs> it would just kill it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that little kid, I think about him every day, man. Every day. You know what I think about when I see negative comments? It still gets me. I think about I'm here for the positivity. I'm here for those little kids. I'm here for, you know, all the guys and girls that, that want to better their life. So these negative people, they're trying to hate on us. They don't want to improve their life. That's, that's okay, but I don't need to focus on them. You know, I was giving them power. Just like anxiety, you know, I was giving them attention. You know, I was complaining to my brother about them. I was complaining to my sister. Every time I was hanging out with somebody, I was just complaining about, you know, like, why was I spending my free time talking about these haters? You know, so e even me, as I give ad advice, guys, that's what helps me with this channel. It helps me um, be uh, responsible. Like the advice that I give. Guys, I have to remember all this stuff. You know, I'm not like a guru or anything. You know, I have to remember this. You know, I have to remember if I feel the what I do when I feel depressed, guys. This is a little trick. Accept it. I used to fight it. I used to go out drink, you know, go party because I didn't like feeling uncomfortable. You know, I didn't like feeling sad. What I do now, if I feel sad, bro, is Netflix. And the next day I feel so good for real because I just <laughs> being sad is part of life, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> and not being sad is not healthy. Sometimes you just got to be sad for a day or a week, you know, and the, if we can master our emotions, guys, that's what I learned a lot, you know, because I had a really emotional roller coaster life, you know, uh, <laughs> and I spent a lot of time thinking about emotions, you know, probably more than most people. So. Speaking my language. Yeah. Are you emo emotional? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I joined the Navy because the girl broke my heart. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> and who's older? You're older, I'm right? older. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely what? the emotional one and talking about, you know, Were you texting her like when you're on the ship at two in the morning? Call me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did chase I'm, her. Like, I'm fighting for your freedom. <laughs> I did chase her the whole, the whole eight years I was in. Oh, I, damn, yeah, man. bro. Yeah, man. Where's she at now? Shit, Oregon. Oh, man. So yeah. you were like in love, huh? Oh, yeah, man. I was, you wow. Know, he falls. But, he falls uh, hard. Yeah, that's how Do it you, works. Is that like a kind of a normal thing when you meet a girl, you usually like... Oh, yeah, man. Oh, fall man. fast, fall hard. Don't do that, bro. That's bad. It's not <laughs> that bad. You, you know what it is? It's, it's not that bad. It's girl, bro. It, it's right? not bad when you learn to control your emotions. I, I, I'll give you... <laughs> this is my saying that my homie from uh, Lakeside told me. Treat them like dirt and they'll stick like mud. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> no. I don't no. know about that. Treat them like no. dirt. Stick like mud. Nah, just kidding. Uh, I know you guys got terrible. to say that's horrible because you're married and they're watching this. So. <laughs> I understand, guys. Yeah, that's bad. Wink, wink. I see you. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, All right. <laughs> and this Remember, is why he gets those Trump comments, right? Treat them like dirt. <laughs> they stick like mud, guys. Um. Yeah, okay. So... <laughs> that youtube channel how about that oh uh, we got oh that's why i get all these dislikes now man i'm probably gonna get like i don't know a thousand dislikes on you know what yeah. and any uh, what do they say any attention is good yeah. attention but the truth is so, the people consume your content right yes so the, the way i look at it is is if somebody takes the time to watch your stuff and then yeah. comment right yes then then essentially there's something going wrong in like something's got to be yes. going wrong in their life yes. for them to project it oh dude right yeah. If, if you start watching it, you can see kind of like a pattern of human emotions, you yes. know? Like, you see positive people. You see people that are very angry, that are probably depressed. 
Um, oh, but what I want to do, I wanted to give a couple tips. Like if somebody wants to do a channel. So you're, one of the most important thing, guys, as funny as it sounds, is the image, right? So when people are on YouTube, uh, the first thing they see is the image of the video, right? So I learned this from another YouTube, YouTube guy, right? You always want to have a high definition image, right? You always want to have it reflect what the subject is. And if you, I'm sorry, you can have a picture and then text above it that shows what it is. I did that on all my videos, okay? And I noticed substantially as soon as I did it. Nobody wants to see my ugly face. You know, they want to see something else, then they can see my ugly face. Uh, and then another thing, you want to do good descriptions. So you guys are listening down to YouTube Buddy. It's a free application. Um, oh, it's on there. But it'll let you uh, look at milestones, you know, kind of motivate you to, oh, I need more subscribers, I need more views. It shows all your videos. It updates, like, when they're getting more views. You can comment from it. Like, it makes it really easy, yes. right, to manage your channel. Then the other thing you want to do that I've been doing all week is translate it, right? Super important, at least do English. Closed caption, guys. There's a lot of people who, who don't hear, you know, are hearing impaired. But even that, guys, there's more people who are not hearing impaired who watch the videos now like that. I don't know if you guys do it. but Yeah, because they don't want to distract anybody else. Yeah, they don't want to describe yeah. it or they just want to read or something. For me, you know, people in other places, I have a Mexican accent. They don't know what the, they're like, what's this guy talking about? <laughs> Frijoles and tortillas? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so the icon is important. Translate all the videos. Uh, go into YouTube Studio and do all the tags. You know, good descriptions. And there's a keyword explorer. So, for example, if I put anxiety, it'll give me 10 versions of, that you want to put in there too. And then you want to go in there and put the date, where you filmed it, and that you never put it on TV. And that it's in English. All that sounds dumb, but guys, the people who don't do that, Google is tracking all that. And those people are like not providing enough information. So guess what? Google puts them behind the other people who provide all the information because it wants to provide accurate information. So icon, tags, great description. What was the other thing? Translate. So I've been doing Korean, Japanese, Chinese. What's the other thing? Uh, English, French, Spanish, of course. Uh, and the other thing I want to do is, is China. So this year I, I want to hire somebody to work the Chinese market. There's a there's a channel, guys. You should go on. It's called Yoku. It's the China of you. It's the YouTube of China. It's not the China of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's the China of YouTube. But uh, yeah, it's dude. They have ten hundred billion people on there, right? You know, China is yeah, like, it's huge. So you put videos on there, same like YouTube. They'll pay you, but you got to get the subscribers and the views first. So I got four on there, and then Google Translate makes it really easy, guys. Right? You just drop it in there, and it translates everything for you, right? Like. The thing I noticed about today, guys, it's so easy to build a business today. If you were doing it 50 years ago, guys, you had to pound the ground, right? Now with social media, even YouTube, guys, they make it so easy. There's guys on there to tell you how to do it. YouTube is going to make money off of you. So, of course, they're going to give you great advice on how to do it because you're their little employee that they're never going to pay. So they want you to do the best job you can ever do. And that's it. And then the number one thing is content, guys. You know, care about your customers, give good information, don't lie, don't give half-truths, don't make up information. If you ever do that, delete the video, take it off there. You know, you should not have that on there. That's another thing that's wrong with the internet, right? There's, there's a lot of information on there that's based on religion, personal opinion, politics, and, it's all, it, and it's, it has no place in the public sphere, so... Yeah. Dude, I don't think I've spent uh, a show very much. I didn't say very much at all. I'm, oh, I, I talk a lot, man. I was just here learning. No, it was good, though. It was good. 
So if yeah, I don't have friends, guys. Look, look. I'm retired. <laughs> you guys are the first two people I've seen like in two weeks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should. Uh, what's the thing when you prick your finger? Yeah, blood Let's brothers. become blood brothers, man. <laughs> Do you guys need an extra brother? <laughs> right. Guys, Come seriously. Every time. Seriously, I mean, it's funny, but being retired. Sometimes you won't see people for a day or two because you're just in the house, you know, cutting the grass, doing gardening. Wearing a robe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I got a robe, right? A blue robe. My Shout out to my mom and dad. They bought me a, a tight robe and I love it. So, <laughs> so that's what you really think. Yeah. Is Hugh, is Hugh Hefner look? My, oh, shout out to my dad. My dad, my pops, is 82 years old. Works every day. He's up in Sinaloa. Uh, he ran away from my mom. <laughs> He's the guy that's... Taught me the dirt mud policies. So okay. There you go. Happily married 50 years, girls. There so you who go. Who wants some mud? Bring it, bring it on. That's We're going to get muddy. Mom, mom definitely texted, uh, commented and said, hey, that's not what your dad taught you. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> Be happy. Dad's well, Hey, my dad's from Sinaloa, so they got a different style. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, just a quick reminder, 365 <laughs> pairs of shoes that's by fine. the end of the year. Uh, make sure you hit up James, jamesatcsfirst.com or 619-884-4915. He'll ride over his Harley and pick up those bad Ooh, boys. Also, it. we do insurance, pipeline insurance. So hit up James if you have any insurance questions, any insurance needs, or you want to get into the insurance industry. We'll help you do that yeah, too. Yeah, that too. Right? And then, of course, if you're EXP curious, hit me up. Text 123-EXP-231996 and uh, I'll send you a seven-minute video so you can check it out and make an educated decision about the brokerage that you choose. And uh, one last thing, make sure that you go to www.youtube.com slash C slash Mr805 and check out all you. of Adrian's content because... Man, this guy is awesome and say one more thing? This is true. So guys, uh, guys and girls who are interested in getting into business, you know, business has been my passion. My parents inspired me. They they used to sell clothes in a van, bro. Like my mom used to sell clothes and my dad would sell music and they would go to like the projects, you know, all the Mexican people and sell them clothes. So they inspired me. But guys, all this other stuff I talked about business is true. But the other thing is you got to surround yourself with guys like this positive people right because business is hard guys and business is lonely and sometimes you need to pick me up sometimes you need to hear from other guys advice or what they've been mm. through mm. you know you need that support guys you don't have employees like at a job right and your friends don't understand because they're not in the business so you need to have other like-minded people that you can hang out with and you know maybe get their advice when you need it definitely so. talked about it yesterday about the importance of having a team yeah and also oh, we yeah. have uh talked about how important it is to surround yourself with uh hashtag powerful relationships yep hashtag powerful relationships tell me who your friends are i'll tell you who you yeah. are exactly yep. exactly yep. all right adrian dude thanks a lot thank for you guys over, man. Man, being on the show it was a great show i want a shirt right yep. <laughs> well, i'm gonna go on the website I got there you go there you go i'm so, retired i shouldn't be asking for a handout <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you cheap right cheap Landlord, there we go. Make sure, make sure you guys check out our social medias, including our YouTube. We haven't ever put anything. I mean, we put a lot of stuff on the YouTube channel, but we haven't really promoted it. And we'd appreciate if you guys went over there and subscribed to us as well as Adrian, Mister Eight Hundred Five YouTube. Subscribe, like, ring the bell. Uh, Same for podcasts on on anywhere you're at, uh, Spotify, Spotify. iTunes, wherever you listen. We appreciate, love the love uh, that you've been giving us, giving us all the support you've been giving us. We hope that you have a wonderful weekend. And if you're hearing this on Monday, we're hoping you had a great Monday or going to have a great Monday. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? 
Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at cusfirst.com right now, or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show. 